Hello, and welcome to another episode of Monsters, Cryptids, Creatures, and More. In today's episode, I'll be talking about Mokele Mbembe, a river monster from deep in the middle of, the, of Africa, the Rokurokubi, another yokai of Japan, and the Mapengauri, a tall monster from deep in the Amazon rainforest. The first creature, Mokele Mbembe, is a monster from deep in the Congo jungle, near Brazzaville. Some say the creature is a terrifying herbivore, some say it is a spirit. It is sometimes called the Loch Ness Monster of the Congo. This is due to them sharing similar circumstances and characteristics. Both are large reptilian creatures. Both are thought to be, if real, a surviving species of dinosaur. Both have mostly sightings and anecdotes as evidence, no bones or bodies, and both disappear just as randomly as they appear. But one big difference is that Mokele Mbembe is a feared creature. Natives say he chases them away. One story was quoted as saying, We ran, or he would have killed us. It is described as a small, sauropod-like creature. Sauropods are those massive, long-necked quadrupeds, and is about the size of an elephant. Its name means, the, or sorry, one who stops the flow of rivers, giving justice to just how big it is. Some of the oldest evidence for this creature is from a French missionary in 1776 who recorded large claw footprints. Over the years, over 50 expeditions have been done in search for the beast, some from credible biologists and some from amateur cryptid enthusiasts. However, due to so many expeditions and people coming to try to find it, it has become a sort of tourist trap, similar to Loch Ness. For media appearances, it has a standalone film from 1985 called Baby, The Secret of the Lost Legend. Strangely enough, like the bunyip from the last episode, Mokele Mbembe also appears in Godzilla King of the Monsters. The next creature is the Rokurokubi. Its name means pulley neck and directly translates to potter's wheel neck, Rokuro being potter's wheel, and Kubi being neck. This yokai is, by day, an ordinary woman, nothing strange in the slightest, but by night, as they sleep, their necks will elongate and wander around, occasionally attacking small animals, strangely enough licking up lamp oil, and scaring nearby people. This yokai is not born as one, though. It is made from a curse sometimes not even at the fault of the woman who becomes the Rokurokubi. One story told of a monk who eloped with a young woman named Oyotsu. She became sick, however, and the medicine would cost the rest of their traveling expenses. So he killed her and stole the money. He stayed at an inn during the travel that was owned by a man and his beautiful daughter. He shared a bed with the daughter, but during the night her neck stretched and her face shifted into that of Oyotsu. She berated him and accused him of murdering her. The next morning, the monk confessed his sins and what had transpired the night before to the innkeeper, and the man in turn confessed to him that he himself had killed a woman in the past for the money to build the inn, and doing so, a curse was put on his later-to-be-born daughter, turning her into a Rokurokubi. Hearing this, the monk returned to, the, to priesthood and built a grave for Oyotsu and named it Rokurokubi Mound. Another story told of a man who thought his lamp oil was disappearing a bit too fast and suspected a servant girl of being a Rokurokubi. 
She was found out during her sleep when the master watched her sleep, and she rolled over and her neck and head did not. She was promptly fired by her master and was never able to hold a job, never knowing that she was, in fact, a Rokurokubi. Some writers actually believe that the Rokurokubi was not a yokai, but actually a medical, medical condition. One story talked about a geisha, a female entertainer, whose neck would stretch in her sleep. The Rokurokubi has made numerous appearances in media from several manga like Gegege no Kitaro and Kanajo wa Rokurokubi, anime like Mayonaka no Occult Kyomin, Yokai Watch, and Rosario Vampire, and several movies, Yokai Monsters 100, <coughs> excuse me, Yokai Monsters 100, Yokai, Yokai Monsters Spook Warfare, and The Great Yokai War. The last creature for this list is the Mappengauri, a creature from the Amazon rainforest. Its name means roaring animal, or fetid beast. Fetid, meaning unpleasant smelling. Some old folklore said it was a shaman who discovered the key to immortality, but doing so angered the gods who turned him into a ferocious beast. It is described as something that looks like either an ape or a sloth, depending on the story, with either reddish-brown excuse me, with reddish-brown fur. When on two legs, it stands nearly seven feet tall and has giant claws that curl up when on all fours. When it stands, however, you then see its most distinguishable characteristic, a giant gaping mouth on its stomach big enough to eat whatever it pleases. The older tales describe it as almost a Bigfoot of the Amazon, but the more modern sightings claim it to look more like a giant ground sloth. It is said that the creature goes after people who do not follow the rules of the jungle, cruel trapping, overhunting, or just plainly hunting it. When it... <clears throat> excuse me. It would then get uh, revenge on its transgressors. One story told of a man whose son came face to face with one, but was left, left unscathed. But the area had been destroyed as if a boulder had rolled through it. Another told of a man who was hunting and came across the beast. Frightened, he shot it, but bullets did little to nothing to it. Modern explanations for this creature is that it is a living, me <clears throat> excuse me, a living megatherium, or giant ground sloth that lived in the Pleistocene era roughly 8,000 years ago. Either that, or the folklore of this creature actually dates back to those times, since there is evidence of myths of creatures that lived hundreds of years prior still existing today. The only difference between a Megatherium and Mappengauri is obviously that the Mappengauri is carnivorous, and is said to attack both humans and farmer animals, while the Megatherium was solely an herbivore. This beast has made... Appearances only on uh, monster hunting TV shows like Beast Hunters, Monsters Underground, and a favorite show of mine, Destination Truth. Thank you for listening. As of this recording, I have three followers, which is about three more than I thought I would ever have, especially concerning bad audio quality, especially today's audio quality. Sorry for that. The house I'm in is currently really loud at the moment. And other factors about the podcast. Due to this, I will be trying to make the upload schedule less random, and will try to post on either Saturday or Sunday. Monday, if I'm ever really busy that week, like this episode. But again, for those up to seven people who have listened so far, thank you ever so much, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day.